G'day and welcome to the Farms Vice Podcast with your host, Jack Creswell. Whether you farm it, service it, or just love it, this podcast is for you. We'll bring you the techniques and technologies you can implement into your day straight from the leaders and innovators themselves. Spread the Farms Vice so that we can reach more farmers right across Australia. Follow us on all of your socials at Farms Vice and let's get into this episode. It is well known opportunities come at the harshest of times and throughout that recent drought we had a lot of the businesses within rural and remote areas were actually born off the back of offsetting what we did on farm, property, station, whatever you call it and especially out west, New South, western New South Wales and that was very familiar for Jason and his family on this episode, we'll touch into why they did it, when it happened, and what spurred them along to take the leap and create a clothing brand made for those on the land. I think it's a pretty brave step out there, but also it's so good to see what the opportunity is in a sort of a downtime where you're sort of more stressed about your livestock and seeing what sort of opportunities are out there. It's amazing that they've bounced back off the back of that, and they're now supporting the podcast, clothing us from head to toe pretty well. And we're really keen to work with them in 2023 and see what it's all about. So listen to this episode and make sure you get over to stockmanandco.com and see what they're all about. Let's get into this episode for the 2023. Well, welcome to the Farms Vice podcast today. We've very special episode this one. We have a mate that's supporting the podcast, but also our very first live podcast, live for us anyway. We're face to face looking at each other here. Um, great to have you on the podcast today, Jason. Yeah, thanks for that, Jack. Um, mate, your story, I'd never really found out until you got in touch with me about where you've come from, but we've got pretty similar stories the way it goes. But do you want to give us a bit of an outlook or background to? who Jason is, his family, and where you've come from. Yeah, sure. So uh, originally we were based out uh, near Tibberborough in um, the far northwestern New South Wales. We had a cattle station out there, um, which was in the family for about three or four generations, and um, uh, I suppose we moved into Dubbo, um, a little bit closer to civilization, I suppose, uh, about eight years ago now, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, like, the difference from going to Tipperborough to near Dunedoo-ish? Yeah, it's it's a massive difference, obviously, yeah. um, in terms of uh, farming and yeah. in terms of being able to go to town, pick things up. It's just a yeah, massive, yeah. massive difference. There's a few E's in it, but, like, farming-wise, more intensive. Like, we found that as a family farm, well, Kenya to Dubbo, more intensive sort of farming. You've got to be on top of it. We didn't really have worms for our sheep out there. Yeah. And now we've just, like, the workload is there a lot more yeah 100 percent. we're yeah. handling our stock here way way more than yeah. we ever would have out there you know the cattle out there would come in once a year really for yeah. marking for calf yeah. marking and stuff and they'd go back to their paddock which you know was around 20 30,000 acres yeah whereas here you're dealing with paddocks around i don't know maybe 20 30 hectares 20, 30, yeah basically yeah. so they come in more often that you know they need their vet checks more often yeah. there's more disease there's more more everything worms as you said everything yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a different style and great to see that you've continued through with the family down here. 
what was the operations like from Tipperborough? Who was working in the operations, and then has it changed much coming down here? Yeah, yeah. I suppose it's 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 still similar. Um, we only ever really had a manager out there too. Yeah. Um, so a manager, he would be there pretty much twenty four seven with whether he had a family or not. Yeah. Um, and they he'd keep an eye on everything, and then we'd be sort of. It was obviously when I was a bit younger, so it was when I was at school. I went to school in Sydney, um, so in school holidays I'd be out there yeah. pretty much every every school holidays. And yeah, the old man he was to and from a fair bit too. He was yep. in and out, and so was mum. So yeah, 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 making it work like most farmers out there. Yeah, exactly. Mate, but tell me a bit about Stockman and Co. How that came about, why it came about, and who it's for. Yeah, so basically we created Stockman and Co. I think it was probably about three years ago. Uh, sorry. Yep. Be two and a half years ago now. Twenty twenty, yeah, twenty twenty, yeah. Yep. So in February twenty twenty, I sort of sat down in the middle of the drought with the family, and we sort of came up with a, a bit of a plan to yep. to sort of come up with an off farm income, yep. I suppose. Um, and you know, mum, mum and dad were doing a bit tough, so I thought I'll try and yeah, come yeah. up with something that'll get mum a little bit more involved, and something that she might be interested in. Yep. So yeah, we sort of came up with Stockman and Co. Was um, it was it the first sort of channel that you went with, like branding clothing? sort of channel or did you have a look at elsewhere um yeah it, it probably was the first sort of channel that i looked at yeah it's the first sort of thing that i thought about um that i was semi-interested in doing and yeah, yeah. um i thought that there was i figured at that point there was a slight hole in, in the industry and some yeah. stuff that i wanted to implement and, and change and yeah, yeah. Well, i think you, your timing for that was pretty immaculate of coming into covid and people are looking to support australian sort of brands and how that works yeah what sort of challenges or difficulties did you have learning, probably coming from the land and doing this very ad, um, very different to like producing food and everything? You've got to sort of be a brand, grow that brand. How did you yeah. go all about it? Yeah, look, it was very different um, coming from a farming sort of background and yeah. not having any business skills, I suppose. Um, I, a lot of things was more, a lot of trial and error, I suppose, is yeah. really what it was. It was trial and error. Um, it uses social media obviously to promote it yeah which i had a little bit of an idea about you know after and i sort of watched a few other businesses and how other people yeah. did things and and used what they sort of implemented and then i sort of implemented in my yeah. way i guess yeah, yeah obviously having covid at that time was yeah. i think beneficial to do yeah. to, to start yeah. a small business that's an online business yeah. it was a beneficial time to do it it was yeah. just luck in a way that it yeah. sort of it came up across so as it did. Did you launch straight away online or did you have your collective of mates that supported you initially and then you're like, hang on, I've got something here and it's a good brand name and Yeah, I see suppose how it flies. we we it took me probably six to seven months to launch. So it wasn't sort of straight off. It yeah. was it was about yeah, six to seven months before I launched. I had a fair few mates that all sort of got really around it. They were very interested and um, all wore the gear in the beginning and it, it yeah, it just sort of went from there really. Yeah, I think like those original people, the people that supported the podcast, um, you've come on as one of them as well now, and how like those original people can really grow your own community. Yeah. How have you so. gone about growing your community, expanding it, and actually like the brand of Stockman & Co is really great, but it's probably having a bit of impact for people on the land as well. And yeah. for your family, I, like I love the story of where it's gone, where it's come from, and where it's going, yeah. you're probably most interested in. Um, yeah. How have you gone about growing that community? Um, at this stage, it's, it, it was all generally on social media in the beginning. Um, yeah. There was no other choice with COVID and the lockdowns and whatnot. But then since then, we've sort of been trying to get to as many sort of real shows and, and support rodeos and whatnot yeah. and support people in the community as well yeah. as best we can, you know, whether it be sponsoring and um, giving some gear away. Um, we sort of 
we've basically been giving some money away to the Flying Doctor as well, who are a big yeah. part of our life out west. Um, as per each order, we've sort of been donating a dollar um, per order, per order to, yeah. to the RFDS. Yeah. Um, we're basically doing that. It sort of gets sent to them, I think, maybe twice a year. We sort of just yeah. save it all up and then send them a send them a check, I suppose, twice a year, which is good. Um, it's good to be able to actually give back to them after they, they helped us. We had a fair few major accidents through the family out west. This so. is out in Tipperborough. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Out, yeah. out there, like, much needed, isn't it? Yeah. RFDS. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even even with the RFDS, in some some emergency situations, it would still take anywhere from five to six hours to get to a hospital, yeah. which is crazy, um, a crazy amount of time to be. You and know, that's in a if you're probably situation. not out in the paddock without your phone or something, and people yeah. have got to find you. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. Yeah, I think that's a great way. Actually, people probably wouldn't know. I tried to start a clothing company in 2017, but yeah. I went overseas, and mum's. Mum was my operation manager yep. um, and I actually contacted RFDS before I sort of had a sale through the door and yep. they probably gave some good advice of maybe just wait until you're a little bit bigger and start supporting us then. Yeah. Um, but off the back of you, you've grown quite quickly and good to see the RFDS coming through on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we just basically send them the money. Um, we don't have any specific deal with them. Yep. It's just what we wanted to do for them yep. is just send them some money to, to help them as they helped us. Yep. Um, and they were there for us when we needed it. So that's the, that's the least that we could do for them, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I think for a lot of the listeners up in Queensland, WA, and there's a couple speckled in NT, they well know about the RFGS and how it's helping the family farm as well. Yep. But for Stockman & Co, where to next and like, what are your plans with it to work alongside the family farm? How's that going to yep. pan out for you? Um, look, we're probably just trying to expand the business as best we can. Um, yep. I'd like to sort of take someone on to give me a hand with the workload a little bit, which would be good. I've obviously got mum helping me out yep. 24-7 too. You're the mums? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes, yeah. Wouldn't be, able to, wouldn't be where I am without her help, yep. that's for sure. Um, but, yeah, no, I'd like to expand the business and get to as many rural shows and um, rodeos and everything, as many events as I possibly can, um, which would be good. Meet as many people yeah. as I can and yeah, just expand and see how it all goes. Through consistency, just like the podcast as well. So yep. for yourself, um, when this comes out, what's the next sort of event you're going to? Heading up to Agquip? Yeah, so the next event's actually uh, this coming week. Yep. Actually, I doubt you'll, this won't be aired by then, will it? Yeah, no. so what's the... So Mudgy. Sorry. You're going to Mudgy Field Days. Yeah, I'll start again. Yeah, so yep. the first the first event that's coming up next will be the Mudgy Field Days. Yeah, um, that, that's on the Friday and Saturday of next week, yep. and then the next after that will be Agquip um, and Henty. We'll be down at Henty as well. Yeah, right. I haven't been down to Henty. Been pretty keen to get. When's it on? Uh, it is mid September. September. Top of my head. Yeah, yep. mid September. Yeah, right. I ha- so. have to get down there one day. Yeah. Maybe even this year we'll see. Yeah. Um, but. Talking, like going back into your farm, how's the farm operation work here um, outside of Stockman and Co? Like what are you doing with yourself and like what what sheep, what cattle do you have and how are you sort of running it? Yeah, well at the moment we've just got um, mainly sheep uh, mainly sheep and cattle really at yep. this stage. We're not too too deep into cropping at this yep. at the moment. It's something a little bit foreign to us still yep. um, from where we came from. It was never a thing that was necessary and it was never possible, the rainfall. Yep. Um, so yeah, we're just sort of focusing on our on our Angus and um, and our crossbreds at the moment. Yeah, which has been good. Yeah. So for are you cattleman or sheepman? Oh, or personally, I'm a cattleman. Um, personally, sheep. sheep um, yeah. For myself, but how's your operation work and like how are you running it with your family here? Yeah. Um, you're just running commercial lots. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yep. we we just basically um, 
breed and, and then sell on through auctions and whatnot. Yeah. That's really it. Yeah, nothing too nothing too special. And yep. you were running merinos. We're actually looking at the merinos now around the house paddock. Um, how are they going for you in the wool market currently? Um, yeah, I think it's dipped a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's dipped in the recent weeks. Um, so same with the land prices and everything. It all seems to have, have dipped off a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's been it's been good. It's anything's been good since the drought. The prices have all yep. gone up when you think about it since then. Yeah. So it couldn't be any worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's still like pretty good, isn't it? Considering the drought, I think we sold goats yep. as well, and I think they beat our weathers. Yeah. Out the surprised. other day, and also like to a restocker. I've never heard of a goat restocker, which is pretty weird. Sort of times, everyone's sort of Very. moving into the ways where money's going, and but I think goats have some bit of consistency yeah, as well. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah. But probably like touching on cropping and everything, I looked back into our shed the other day, and when we were at Kenya, we probably had and had four bikes and a quad or something. Yep. But now we've got all the gear and no idea. We've yep. got headers, trucks, yep. planning equipment, and everything. Um, Furt spreader. Yep. How'd you go with that adjustment and? You're still adjusting, obviously. It doesn't. Yeah, it's not overnight within agriculture and farming. How did no. you go, like your family? Yeah, I mean, we've we've still we're still picking up new bits and pieces in, yep. in secondhand sales to sort of uh, whether it be um, cedars and stuff like that. We've, we've yep. just bought a new. Well, it's not new. It's a 1980 bloody yep. cedar, so it's <laughs> new for you. It's new for us, yep. but not new for anyone else. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it's been different, very different, you know, using the tractor a lot more than we ever would have out there. The only yeah. thing we used the tractor out there for was moving a couple of hay bales around or yeah. moving some troughs or, yeah. When anything. you didn't want to do it in the drought probably too. Sorry. When you didn't want to do move yeah. the hay bales around in the drought. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it was dry out there all the time. So we sort of yeah. used the tractor for a lot of things like that. Yeah. And like a few common buzzwords around, uh, data and ag tech, are they using anything on farm to help you implement, utilise your time a bit better? Um, in terms of like sorry. software or like farm bot or something like that. Um, at this stage, we're not. Yep. At this stage, is still still sort of running the old school method with, and Dad sort of keeping an eye on everything. Yep. Pretty much. Um, we haven't sort of implemented any any sort of technological systems yep. at this stage. No, so like apps for livestock management or anything running no. off the top of your head in, in the books. No, I have I have um, had a little bit of a look through the app store and sort of yep. done a little bit of research in terms of what what can be implemented. But yep. we just I haven't had the sort of time to get into it. Yeah, no. Well, alongside running Stockman and Co, there's a fair bit going on on your plate. Yeah. Um, especially down here in Dunedin, a bit intensive. Um, but I think it's the same. It plays out for a lot of farmers. Yeah. What your story is, people don't have the time, but. If you do get that time, it's good to have a look in there and yeah. you'll probably be able to save the time and like the outside value of what yep. ag tech's doing yep. um, for Australian farms anyway. Yeah, for sure. It's something that we will be looking into in the near future, yep. I would suggest, yeah. Yep, so for anyone looking to get in touch with Stockman & Co, how can we do so? Um, yeah, you can jump onto our Instagram or our Facebook page, send us a message or yep. follow us. They'll see all the new updates of... Um, new clothing, new gear that's coming out in the coming months. Um, that's probably the, the best way, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, we've got emails and stuff yep. too. So you can jump onto our website, um, www.stockmanandco.com. And yeah, all the links are there. Beautiful. So for before we leave, one piece of farms advice that you'd like to leave our listeners with before we go? Ooh, I have to think about that one. Um, Maybe like direct it towards value adding for their farm, whether it's another clothing brand or even if it's producing food, beef jerky or something like that? Um, How did you get around the challenge of that hump of starting something for your family? How did you 
get it started, kick it in the boot, um, kick it up the ass sort of thing for the website. Did you go straight into a website for yeah. yourself? Yeah, basically that was probably one of the first things apart from Instagram and social yep. media. I think social media was the was the the real kickstarter of the whole yep. thing. Um, it's the best way to get any of your information and get any of your your stuff out there, I suppose. Yep. Really. And also how did you come up with the name Stockman Co? That's a good question. Also, I was just happened to be flicking through the internet. I was thinking about it at the time trying to come up with a name um, and a bit and a bit of a business and yeah, just came across Stockman and and yeah, just I don't know, just Cat yep. popped up into the head and I thought, yep, that'll do. Yeah, I think it's one thing, you just got to go with it, fly with it and see how yeah. it goes. I think everyone in the initial stages thinks it's a, like a shit name or something, but yeah. after a few years, people get to know and get yep. assimilated with it as well. Exactly. It's good. Exactly, yeah. No, that's right. Well, Jason, mate, thanks for coming on the podcast. Nice quick one today. Yep. Um, check out his clothing brand at stockmanandco.com.au. Yep. 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 Um, Great stuff. They're supporting the podcast here and most of my shirts that you see in when I'm yet in the paddock or in the studio is Stockman & Co. We love the brand and also his story, so thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's Pete Summer, so if you're looking for some work shirts, work shorts, or some bloody good accessories, make sure you head across to stockmanandco.com because they're actually supporting the podcast and clothing us out here on farm as well so use the discount code that they've used for farms advice listers and that's farms advice 10 make sure you head over stockman and co now this farms advice episode does not stop here come and join the conversation on facebook twitter instagram or tiktok and even join our facebook group Go to farmsadvice.com.au for more on this episode and spread the hashtag farmsadvice to your mates. If you can leave a review on Apple or Spotify, that will let other farmers find us too. But until then, see you next Tuesday. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Farms Advice podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal, Torres Strait Islander people today.